The Minnesota Vikings are 0-2 after a 34-28 loss in Philadelphia last night on Thursday Night Football. Turnovers, the main culprit for these first two games. Perhaps you take away just one of them per game. Vikings are 2-0, or maybe at least 1-1. It's time for our weekly chat with the voice of the Minnesota Vikings, Paul Allen. His Vikings Views, brought to you by Midco Sports here on Fox Sports 98.1. I'm John Gaskins. PA, turnovers, the A topic. What is the sub-A topic? And good afternoon. Yep, good afternoon. Midco Sports, too. Uh, thanks a lot for uh, sponsoring the segment. Um, well, it, it's difficult to analyze, John, because of the turnovers. So, I mean, we, we can we can take the low hanger, uh, which which I did Friday on the radio at the Friday Football Feast, uh, with, um, with the lack of runs, uh, is specifically in voluminous fashion. But, uh, you know, I think the long run this year is nine yards. So it just, I, you know, from a running game standpoint, I just never have had a feel anybody's going to get loose. But nevertheless, even with that, I like how you laid it out. If you even take away one turnover in each of those games, they probably would be one and one. But if you took away like three, they might be two and oh, because they are doing enough good for the most part to win games. But, you know, so the, the turnovers are the overarcher. Um, and underneath it are details that you have to believe are going to get better or change as the season uh, uh, transpires. So from 0-2, that's obviously not preferred. Uh, if you want to make the playoffs, uh, this Chargers game is a big, big game a week from Sunday. Yeah, no doubt. And we'll get to that in a moment. But when it comes to both line play, I mean, I think it helps describe Philadelphia's 2-1 to advantage in Time of possession. Also, the Eagles ran for 260. And what can be done? We'll start with the offensive line. I mean, you had two injuries coming into the game already. Then you had a third in the second half at left tackle. And what's what's the solution for the Vikings? Do you work? How do you improve it, or how do you work around it? Uh, that that's that's a seemingly an age old question yeah. with this football team, isn't it? Um, you know, and again, it, it's hard to answer. And, and here's why, because I don't think anybody can tell me through the first two games the quarterback, Cousins, doesn't look really good. I mean, he, he, I think he looks really, really good despite the adversity. However, they're 0-2. Um, uh, when it comes to the defensive line and the way they were getting moved, specifically late in the game when you could tell they got tired and DeAndre Swift was going for five a clip, uh, that's a problem. And and when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers looked to salt away uh, their upset victory in week one, it, it was Rashad White who was falling ahead for three, four, five, six yards. So the, the interior of this Brian Flores defense at times has had some problems against the run. Uh, but but as the season navigates and, and as the season continues, um, I, I really think we're going to like this defense a lot. And I like it a lot now. And there, there was a moment in the Thursday night game that um, that I thought was, um, you know, kind of telling. Uh, the defensive coordinator, Brian Flores, after Devontae Smith got behind to Caleb Evans for a 63-yard touchdown, uh, Ben Lieber, our sideline analyst on the Vikings radio network, um, KWSN Go Crazy, they he saw a moment between Byron Murphy Jr. and Brian Flores where Flores kept tapping his chest being like, that's my bad, that's my bad, that's my bad. So, you know, A, there's culpability in, in an arrogant game, and, and that really, really sticks out to me. Uh, but secondly, it just proves that there are things that still are being learned and worked through 
with a uh, dramatically new de- defense uh, compared to anything we've seen really over the last, what, 20 years? Yeah, well, let's go on to the L.A. Chargers in Minneapolis on Sunday. And the Vikings are 0-2. Statistically, less than 10% of teams that start 0-2 make the playoffs since the merger in 1970. It's a lot bleaker if you're 0-3. No doubt this is a major game. What's the silver lining for Vikings fans? What are reasons to believe that they could be part of that 10% that starts 0-2? Well, for for the team, you know, you can't be scared that you're going to drop the ball. And, and you can't be on pins and needles about this game. So they get some extra time to... A heel and get uh, Christian De- De- uh, Christian um, Darisaw and defensive player Marcus Davenport. Get them to be able to play more than one play that Davenport played last night. Um, but they can't be on pins and needles. They can't have anxiety and they can't worry about dropping the ball. You know, which which we've done astoundingly seven times. Um, so therefore, uh, from a fan standpoint, it's a home game. Uh, you should expect a very very um, high end performance by your favorite team at home. Uh, not only off what you saw last year, but what, to a certain extent, we've seen this year with with Jefferson, who's been uncoverable most of the time. Jordan Addison looks like he belongs. Hawkinson caught fire last night. And um, and uh, the running piece needs to work itself out. So that's what I'm expecting. All right. It's going to be a noon game. It'll be right here on Fox Sports 98.1. We'll chat with you again next Friday ahead of it. Paul Allen, as always, appreciate your time. Goodbye, Johnny. And Paul Allen's Vikings Views, as always, brought to you by Midco Sports. Here on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, and KWSN.com.